Hey, what's going on, Steve? Hey, you there? Bro, are you summoning Cthulhu again? Joe, can you hear me? Over. Yeah. What? What's going? What's going on with your voice, man? Steve? You didn't say over. Over. Where are you? Over. LV426, over. LV426? Isn't that where... Yup, Xenomorph's my dear brother, and that's the subject of our next episode. I was thinking, you know what? Why not get one for one of those episodes? Over. That has to be the worst idea I've ever heard of, and I'm pretty sure there's a couple movies that can prove it. Over. Oh, don't be such a wuss. Hey, uh, I think I found something over here. Over. Oh man, I got a bad feeling about this. Over. It, uh, it, uh, it looks like an egg. Over. Steve, this is a really bad idea. Over. Oh snap! Oh man, I wish you could see this. It's opening up right now. Oh, oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. Steve? Steven? What are you, what, what's cute? What are you talking about? This face hugger. I'm going to call him Mr. Huggles. Over. Please do not do that. Oh, he's hugging me. Oh, he's crawling up. Oh, no, no, he's getting on my face. Oh, he's hugging me. Okay, whatever, man. Uh, let's just do this. Welcome to Dads with Nerdy Ambitions, Alien Editions. You didn't say over. Over. Welcome to Dads with Nerdy Ambitions, episode six. How you doing, Joe? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Better than, uh, oh no, Jonesy lives. Never mind, spoiler. <laughs> I was going to say better than Jonesy, but no, Jonesy lives. He does live. He does. You actually get to see him a little bit in uh, Aliens he, 2. Uh, and then... He gets thrown around pretty carelessly, though. Yeah. Um, so... I don't think he's coming out of that unscathed, but whatever. We'll get into the uh, the episodes later in it. it will rather in just a little bit. But uh, somebody pointed out to me. They said nobody listened to the cat in all the mo- in the movie, and I was like, I was like, what do you mean? He says that cat hissed every time there was an alien around, and I went back and I watched it, and he does. He hisses. Alien shows up. He's going, hey, the alien's right here. We should probably leave. Typically, somebody ended up, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie that came out in 1979, dies. <laughs> so, um, 
so yes, this is what this episode is about. We are going to be talking about Alien. Uh, we're going to delve into Prometheus because mostly that the Prometheus movie, Alien Covenant, the engineers, they do have a strong influence on the Alien Xenomorph universe. Uh, we're going to, I, I guess, grace just ever so lightly on Predator, but I, I'm not going to go to a full amount about yeah, them. I don't think we have the time. I mean, we're the Alien series is comprised of six other movies. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, fitting six movies along with, you know, spinoffs and, you know, extra, you know, Predator stuff. Yeah, because there's what, whatnot. one, yeah, two, three it. Predator movies and then two yeah, Alien versus sure. Predator. So this is a yeah. big, like, genre set of, of movies. Um, so for anybody who hasn't seen Alien... Uh, there are a few out there, I'm I'm sure. Uh, Jackie actually didn't see Alien until I watched it with her um, back in last year. Last year, she just watched Alien. Yeah. Um, so I'm working with her through this series. Uh, amazing horror series of movies. Uh, absolutely terrified me. I want to say up until I was a sophomore in high school, I was petrified of those movies they brought a whole new new level of terror and suspense um and I, I know we talked about it like you know a little bit before this but anybody who hasn't seen at least like the original alien movie still holds up surprisingly well very well uh, very well i just recently rewatched the first one absolutely amazing there are things, yeah, that like some of the sound effects. Sure, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you're gonna this what? What did what did you say? This this alien came out in 19, se- late seventies, nineteen seventy nine, just before the yeah mm-hmm. yeah May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy nine. You you're gonna have some limitations. Um, you know, obviously CGI and stuff wasn't big back then, so. Oh. Um, but I mean, what they had to work with. It still holds up with everything that they had. I mean, the, the the suspense they were they thought outside the box. They had a director, Ridley Scott, who has done phenomenal movies, and he he did not disappoint with uh, Alien. So let's go ahead since we're going, we're talking about the first movie. Let's kind of go over. We'll we'll graze. What, all six of the movies, we'll, we'll kind of talk about them just ever so touch Pretty them. brief. Yeah. Um, so for, starting with the first one, which was Alien, came out in May 25th, 1979. Uh, we, Ridley Scott directed this. Um, what I really liked about this movie, and anybody who knows anything about the Alien movie knows the tagline that was on the movie poster, which was... In space. May the force be with That's you. That's exactly it. That was exactly it. Uh-huh. May the force be with you. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you scream. And the poster just was the word alien. It had this weird, like, scaly-looking egg that was had this crack in it at the bottom, which is kind of weird when you think about it. Glowing green. And I was like this metal frame underneath it just to reflect the light and just the words in space. No one can hear you scream. And that was it. Genius. You had no idea. So little, but paints such a huge picture of nothingness and everything. And it's terrifying. Um, And it's how trailers and posters should be. Would you say it's quite the contrast of your your feelings for H.P. Lovecraft? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. This isn't my favorite series ever, but it's beautifully done. Absolutely fantastic. It's 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 easy to see why there is a fandom for Alien. It's it's not hard to see it. Um, so let's go ahead to the next movie. So in Alien, there was only one. Ooh, wait, Alien. before yeah, we yeah, go yeah. on, before we skip to the second one, did you know? Are all so in Alien, the first one? Mm-hmm. They find the eggs mm-hmm. and they shine some light on it. Are they always translucent? Because I always had this impression that like the eggs were like this kind of like thick, leathery kind of. I mean, this may be you know whatever pointless talk that we can just move somewhere else. But I didn't realize they were translucent. I think Is that a was, common theme. No, I like, think that was only in the first one because they weren't the first one. Short. If you look at any of the others, they're thick and leathery. Right, right. That's that's what I always thought. That's how I always imagined. Yeah, them. no, but I think I remember it the, like it was just the first one because, it, or you know, it may be because none of them in any of the other movies actually had a light shone up to them. Interesting. Okay. Like they, yeah, that's a great thing to ask. Um. So yeah, the the alien movie only had one alien in it, and it was. It, I, you know what really was really cool about this one is it wasn't a team of like military specs. It wasn't any everybody who has all this any type of training whatsoever. They were junkers. They were guys right. and women that Cargo went around. Movers. Yeah, and it's funny if, since you just rewatched the first movie, you'll notice the engineers were constantly talking about like their share of the find for everything and they were they were trying to haggle through the entire movie like hey how can we get more money out of this it wasn't anything tactical there was no it was like regular things like we just found something really cool we need a better share in this well if we don't get a better share oh you know what you're gonna have to come down here and check these pipes because oh no it's gonna take us forever to do this it was it it was a real life relatable thing that you could see happening i'm like that's kind of funny and the, right, you, it's not like Doom, where a squad of military trained guys go in and just clean house. It's what six junkers. Uh, I think it was yeah, six to eight people. I think it was what it was. I can't remember off the top of my head. It has been yeah, about a year since like I've that. seen it. It's a small crew. Yeah, and you, here's the other thing I really liked about this movie: the spaceship and everything that you saw. It wasn't like I, I love Star Wars. I like Star Trek. They're very, very clean. The ships are clean. Everything's professional. It's it's organized. This is what I would expect it would be like in space. The ships weren't ship-shaped. Like, they weren't aerodynamic. It was this literally a fortress floating through space. Because there's, you know, all that stuff doesn't work up in space anyway. So, you know, there is no gravity in space. There is no wind turrets there's there is no optimal optimal flying way it's space and they make it look like okay this is the most practical way we could do our ship and that was really neat and the ship was junky there was stuff all over the place there was the dipping bird uh there was posters all over the place there was junk food it was it was not organized right. it was it like, was it's more like people are actually living there instead of like a sterile hospital. Kind exactly. Of thing. Yes. And I, I like that. I love that. It made it more realistic. And that's the thing. It was this little subtle thing. 
that made this movie right. seem. Well, I think that's like what I really like appreciate. And I think that's why it like holds up so well is because, you know, you don't have all this insane technology that we do now. So you have to focus and especially a horror movie. You have to focus on this ambiance like to really, you know, help drive your story. Oh, yeah. It was like the 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 minute sounds that you heard of just like computers going like, you you know, there's something there. There is this apex predator. And then you just hear the computer make that sound, and you 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 sh- you jump towards that, and you're like, "It's just the computer. It's just the computer." Right. right. <laughs> it's good. It was great. So let's go to the second movie. <laughs> so- Oddly enough, this was the first one I saw, and for the longest time, I thought it was the first one. Really? Because yeah. Oh, well, I mean, Alien. The first Alien is called Alien. Yeah, the second. The called- second movie is called aliens this was a time so, when like, there wasn't really those titles you know it's and that that worked yeah no i can get but behind that i i think what after episode two then they started doing like aliens uh what what's the third one alien uh, three <laughs> they cleverly oh, named alien it. three. Oh, there you go <laughs> yeah and then they start putting like subtitles and stuff like that but yeah this was actually the very <laughs> first one i saw so I, I for the longest time i always thought this was the original alien no uh, yeah no i can get behind that i totally can um so aliens there was a big time gap between this movie and alien so alien came out in 79 um aliens came out in 1986 uh july 14th 1986 so there was a huge time gap between this and do you know who directed the second one uh, well, I'm going to assume not Ridley Scott. It was not Ridley Scott. It was James Cameron. Avatar, oh, Titanic. Okay. Yeah. So oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. this guy, this was an, one of his movies. And it was phenomenal, too. It was not a letdown. Um, this, the tagline of this one was, uh, this time, it's war. And I was like, all right, yeah, it's, okay. it's not as good. It's a little cheesier. Yes, yes, it is. It is. But it's going with that whole. So back in when this was coming out, you had a. Well, technically, the third Star Wars movie had come out by now. You had Indiana Jones movies were coming out. Uh, Terminator was coming out. Um, So you had it was this time frame. I think uh, Rambo 2 may have came out. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. so you you yeah I'm I'm thinking here trying to think of all the movies that were coming out but you have these like kind of cheesy this, this style movie a yeah bit before my time so <laughs> you are you know you were 93 so you know yeah, yeah. Just a so little even bit. Alien Three came out before me <laughs> yeah, so. it did it did I got some catching up to do so. yes blockbusters were like thriving at this time frame yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, you you had the cheesy taglines and all that stuff going on, but the movie was still terrifying. I it's not as terrifying as I would say Alien was, but it was still horrifically terrifying because what made this one terrifying is you had this group of Marines, and even then, looking at this movie. The way they did it, it's it wasn't that clean, sterile environment like we talked about within the first or, or you know, you would expect in space future movies. It was still gritty, nasty, very, you know, what you would expect reality, what it would really be like. 
and it right. was it was setting, really going deep and setting that ambiance of hey this is going to be a bad time for all this <laughs> yeah and it and it really was and the the the, the planet so what happened is so in the first one they go to LV426 which is the planet that they find the wrecked ship that they called uh the uh the space jockey so, so this is what before they actually prometheus when they call them the engineers they were known as the space jockey they find the weird ship they find the eggs on it and the second one people have been living on this planet for a solid i think 100 years or something of that sort and so ripley's going like oh my god what the heck are you guys thinking are you idiots <laughs> we've been we went to that planet and that was a bad decision and Wayland yutani company's like what are you talking about it's not a big deal her 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 we have no idea what you're talking about her 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 and of course everybody on the planet or in this terraformed air uh city is obviously turned into you know uh an incubation basket for the xenomorphs except for one little girl who's going to have like years and years of therapy ahead of her who went by the name of newt <laughs> that poor kid and what was really neat too is those marines they were very realistic and they got their butts handed to them. We saw what eight regular people can't have happen. Right, and then makeshift torches or flamethrowers. Yeah. And then the, in this one, they have the Marines, they have the weapons and it's not just one Xenomorph. It was a whole ton of them. And Oh my God, it was, it was terrifying. And we get introduced to the queen alien. We get to see who laid the eggs, which was this Tyrannosaurus Rex size xenomorph. And she is all oh, just ruthless. And that was which going oh. from, I, I can't personally, cause of, like I said, aliens, aliens was the first one I saw, but I can't imagine like going from alien seeing, okay, this tiny little nightmare is what is destroying everything. Oh, now there's one that's three times its size. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, okay, I'm just done. I'm tapping out. I, I right. If I was Ripley, I just <laughs> you know what. I had a long life or long enough. This is good for me. I, I, even at right now, I see something like that, like step up and say, you know, check yourself or wreck yourself. You know, I'll be like, you know what. I'm tapping out, man. You win. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> um, so our next one is there wasn't there was still a, a decent amount of time between them, but it wasn't. If I, let's see. Seven years. So the next one came out in 92. This one came out in 92. Yeah. Aliens yeah. 3 came out in 92. Um, this one was directed by David Fincher. Which is, oh, you know, kind of a weird transition all right yeah well i guess he i don't know what the order was this, this is the guy that did fight club he did seven so more of like well i i guess it's not too far from like seven it's still like a psychological horror kind of mind yeah no dude seven was a messed up movie to begin and i guess fight club also had some psychological elements but i will say this though between the three of those movies this was his probably my least favorite Really, Alien Three. It, hmm. So he he did a lot of things, and I don't know if it was him per se. You know, as a director, you do have say. Also, producers have say. Fox has say. Um, you know, the writers write. So like, Corporal Hicks, Newt, they both get killed off in Aliens Three. They drown. So they all, her, Corporal Hicks, uh, Newt, and uh, Ripley all get into hyper chambers. And they 
or hibernation chambers. That's what I should say. Uh, hypersleep, hypersleep. That's what they called them. Hypersleep. So they get in their hypersleep chambers, uh, and wherever they are, there was a queen alien egg on in this vessel, and it actually impregnates Ripley. And when the escape pods launch, because there was an error and there was a fire or something, they get launched into water and they go to this prison planet that was like completely forgotten about because, you know, it's a prison planet nobody really cares about. From there, they, you know, apparently Newton, Corporal Hicks drown. And it's like, what the heck? And I felt bad for the little girl. It's like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> and to make things worse, they're like, well, let's make sure she's dead and let's make sure, you know, she doesn't have an alien inside of her. And so they open her chest and everything. And so like, well, you know, a <laughs> little salt in the wound. Why not one last time? But what was really neat about this one, what brought a new, um, what brought a new thing to the table is you went back to one alien, but this one was different. It wasn't afraid of fire. It was fast. It was, it actually came out of something that wasn't human. It came out of the dog. Now, originally when they write in the script, I think it was supposed to come out of like some type of cow like creature that was on the planet. But they actually did in this one, the dog. And so it was stealthier. It didn't have the pipes on its back. It was slimmer. It had a longer, narrow head and a long tail. And it was just vicious. Which is, I, I really like that concept of it adapts to its host. Um, not to like, you know, briefly touch into the pred alien. Um, that was like a really cool thing to see. When it comes out with like it's you know whatever the four mouth prongs that the predator has, um, but like just this idea that oh, depending on what your host is, is how you're gonna turn out. I yes no I absolutely agree, and that's definitely another thing that makes it terrifying is it is this creature that adapts to its prey, and that's horrific. And let's not even take into the consideration that. All we'll say the three stages of this creature is, you know, it's a face hugger. It's a small little thing that can hide anywhere and then it suffocates you in, until you're unconscious and then put something in your chest well, that you can't even get off you or it'll nothing. bleed acid on you or something like that. And then if you know, let's say you're not the, you know, the poor SOB who has it in his chest and it pops out. Well, right. Now you got this nine foot long snake like creature that still bleeds acid. <laughs> crawling around all stages acid <laughs> you don't get a break with that and then and then if you don't catch it and kill it within whatever time period we'll say 24 right, a hours very very small amount of time <laughs> you you got 15 minutes go uh you you've got the small grab thing. it as it comes out of the chest if not you're done yeah then it turns into this nine foot if you're lucky on the small side, or let's say you get the dog alien here, you know, it's you, you've got this. Let's hope this one goes into a squirrel or something. <laughs> you got this nine foot tall monstrosity at the the small size up to what's the queen? I think 25 feet tall. Enormous. <laughs> yeah. Something insane. So it's there. There's no and even the big one can hide upside down they can climb anywhere they can hang up anywhere and for some weird reason whenever they're about to kill you they just profusively sweat this liquid all over them and just before they thunk you in the head that's 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 nice and that's if you're lucky, that's if you're lucky. That, like if you're lucky otherwise 
uh, you get to be an incubation yeah. thing. Like you're a hot yeah, pocket. Then you get to re. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Um. So and, and so going on to the next movie, which was Alien Resurrection. Of all the movies, this is my least favorite. I hated this one. I hated it. And the the, the time gap between them is ninety two to ninety seven. And I'm gonna I'm gonna screw up this name by Jean Pierre yeah. Junet. I'm glad you said it because I was gonna screw up his la- the last name. Hardcore. I knew. I it. I mean that could be wrong. You, but you he know. could be. But so you uh, they brought in a lot of people. I, I it it was. Here's my beef with this one. Ripley died in Aliens 3. She dies at the end because the uh, Wayland yutani or Wayland shows up and he's like, oh, we'll make sure it's God. We'll get it out of you. We're not going to use it. And she's like, you promise? And he's like, yes, lulls. And she jumps into the, 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 the smelting pot. And as she's jumping, it pops out of her chest. And it is a queen alien. And she falls into it and melts and that's where it's supposed to end for her after like fighting all these aliens for this amount of time and dealing you know thank god she didn't have to deal with the ptsd that was going to be this (laughs) this whole like how do you talk to a she did she actually talked to a therapist in the second movie and she kept having all the nightmares she legitimately had a ptsd from this Oh, I mean, how could you not? Oh, my that, God. That, yeah, no. After surviving how many encounters with oh this thing? Oh, my. No, like, no, no. There's and this is, this is also a universe where they can apparently space travel, jump planets, whatever, and somehow she still can't get away from this thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think we should take a moment of silence, yeah. pay respects. Ellen Ripley, you deserve this. No. You, you, you rest. Poor, uh, you've been through enough. That being said, poor Sigourney Weaver. She can't catch a break. If she's not getting possessed by demonic ghost dogs, she's getting aliens put in her chest. <laughs> Is that a reference to Ghostbusters? Yes, yes. She has the she has the stupid demon ghost. She was right. She was the gatekeeper. Zool. That is no dinner. Only Zool. I think that's like our third reference on this show. Oh, uh, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, but it, what was really annoying with this is it took a place a hundred years after her death. They somehow found some DNA, and what was really frustrating is she somehow retained the memory in her cells, which mm-hmm. were like future. Yeah, in her future and. Her nails were green, and she had acid blood. They like they made a version of her, but it wasn't a perfect version. And they somehow found in her blood the xenomorph inside of her blood. And they try to explain this, and I still calling like the I'm putting up the red flag, going bull. That doesn't make sense, but whatever. I I enjoy movies. Let's watch it and see what happens. That being said, if you put the logic aside, I, I enjoy the movie. For what it is which is an alien movie it didn't bring any of the thriller to it it didn't have that suspense it was more of a hack and slash it it, it just wasn't alien to me and that's what frustrated me with this movie it just the first even the third one because you're like no 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 get away get away get away that thing is fast Ooh, and it like oh but a resurrection it just ugh. yeah it's kind of like they're because, I mean, obviously, Alien and Alien 2, like I said before, ambiance is a huge part of it. Um, whether that's because they chose that direction because of limited technology 
or just because it works really well and it was a great decision, it, it feels like going in a new direction that kind of takes away from this iconic, oh, you know, alien is suspense. Alien, yeah. it's not so much about, like, seeing the alien. It's like, oh, where is the alien? I don't know where the alien is, and that's more terrifying to me. I was going to say, in the same retrospect for me, it's like going from Nightmare on Elm Street to Freddy versus Jason. You know, <laughs> like they're, they're just using the characters here. Like, what a fun movie that is! <laughs> it's such a horrible movie. I recommend if you haven't seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth, don't just go watch Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, no, 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 no. Wasn't the first Nightmare on Elm Street? Wasn't that Johnny Depp's intro into Hollywood? Wasn't that his first movie? I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I, could, I couldn't. Yeah, we'll have to look that one up later. <laughs> We're not going to count that as I'm a bad in case we are wrong, but <laughs> we do have I'm a bad, by the way. Uh, we'll have to do later. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my fault. It's me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it, it just here. The thing is, it took her four movies and a clone, but she made it back to Earth in the in the fourth movie. And they're like, they're like. They're like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I don't know. This isn't even the same planet. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, it's it's been a while since you've been here, champ. Um, also, at this point, you're not even human. So, hey, that's cool. <laughs> but also, even the alien that they brought in a new alien, and it's a hybrid. And it's just this horrific monstrosity in that movie, too. It was just this lumbering, weird creature and it kills the queen that gave birth to it because yeah, it, she didn't even the queen alien didn't even lay an egg. She gave birth, and then this thing towers out of her and turns around and crushes its head, and then looks at Sigourney Weaver's character and just goes, "You're my mom." It's weird. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it's the whole movie. It's weird. a weird direction for because it's it's almost like. So it still has this for anybody who hasn't seen it. This it's this very pale, you know, creature with it still has like kind of the elongated skull, but it's much more human-like, like how you think like a stereotypical skull. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, it's gross. And and then when it gets sucked into the vacuum hole at the end, and it's oh well, that's cool. I'm never sleeping again. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh, it was just it was painful to watch it now i it I, I know for canon purposes and the lore it exists but in my mind alien 3 is where it ends and alien 3 is where it ends um i mean it did a, a, a um box office 161.4 million did it really like, it's yeah. I think I think it spent seventy million. So I mean, it did its job. Well, you know what? They could have spent another ten million to give a decent script. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm a little salty. Yes, I'm throwing down some salt, and I I know I'm a, I am I am a, a fan of a lot of things over here. But uh, there's my salt for Alien. Is it should have but spent it's a- crazy because the budget for the first Alien I believe is eleven million. So. How much did that you one know, gross? Do you know? 
Uh, I'm not sure. Come back to uh, me on that one if you can. Yeah. Um. So, uh, there were so many questions that everybody wanted to answer, and between the, the so the next movie that came out, which was Prometheus, and gone back all the way to the original director, which was Ridley Scott. Um, fifteen year gap between yeah, huge I think gap. fifteen. Uh, ninety seven to two thousand twelve. Yes, fifteen years, and there was questions there like, well, are we ever going to talk about the space jockey? And all those questions were, and I'll I'll say this with air quotes, were answered by comics by Dark Horse Comics. You had the Alien comics. What was weird about those comics is it negated. Aliens 3 and Resurrection. They just pretended those movies didn't exist. So even the fans are like, yeah, no, no. And then they're like, in the comics, they're like, okay, Corporal Hicks, uh, Newt, and Ripley, they actually made it back to Earth. And it's kind of this, like, you know how the Matrix movies were, was kind of this, like, techno gothic style in them where they're all wearing, like, you know, BDSM stuff and like tight leather. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe yeah, it. Yeah, I I understand. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know how else to describe it because yeah, they're all wearing tight leather and just like just weird stuff. That's that's how they were in the comics. It was it was that '90s style. Um, and they end up going. They get elaborate a lot more, and the way that the engineers looked because in the comics was nothing remotely how they look in Prometheus. In the comics, that the in the very first one, you see this ginormous skeleton with this tube like looking like an elephant, and the comics went off of that look. And they, this really weird kind of look that they had, and it was following that skeleton. Um, right. Well, see, and I was wondering if it was just like, oh, that's just like... Because they did like a close-up of they obviously did like a close pan of this creature when they found it. And it was this very misshapen, like deformed thing. And I guess I got the impression that like, I don't know, time corroded or I don't know, formed this thing weird. Um, but I, I get, I don't know enough about these guys personally. Yeah. So, and, and that's what, and the people had tons of questions. They, and I guess, Ridley Scott was getting harassed enough to where he's like, you know what? I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to answer some of your questions. Thus is where Prometheus came in. And that came out in 2012. And basically what that movie was about is the engineers, which they get dubbed in this movie, were going around to different planets and they were taking this black goo and they were mixing it with their DNA or mixing it and trying to accelerate the evolutionary process for, I guess, research purposes. Well, one of those planets happened to be Earth. And they made us. So they were leaving all these like, I honestly, I think they were just like, whatever, we'll leave our junk here. It'll eventually go away. Nobody's going to figure this out. And humans are like, they're trying to talk to us. They want us to come reach them. They want us to come find them. We found them. And thus is the, 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 the whole concept for Prometheus. And they end up finding at least some information and coming to a planet uh, was actually, I want to say it was LV-226 was the name of the planet. And everybody thought it was going to be L-426 because that's where Alien took place. Right, yeah, where the original. Yeah, 
So I, I gotta say, um, and 2012. Uh, well, I, I I wasn't too into Alien. Like I never had like the following like you did mm. with this series. I went the I saw it in theaters, and I probably went through 99 percent of the film mm. without realizing that this was a prequel to Alien. Yeah, and it, it, prequel, whatever. Yeah, no, it was, and it wasn't supposed to be. He even said when he was doing these movies, I, "This is about the engineers. It's not going to be about Alien." They're like, "Cool. When are you going to talk about the Alien?" And he's like, it's not. He's like, you know what? Check it out. Like the last 10 minutes of the movie, there's an alien. All right. Spoilers. He did. He said that he's a spoilers alert that at the end, we kind of touch alien. And so they go to go through and the people start messing with this black goo and doing stuff to him. The sense being the sense. Wailing Yutani Corporation is being corrupt as always and ends up doing some messed up stuff. And you go through and at the very end, this creature called a trilobite, which which was made with a uh, it was formed in the, the this there's you know, this this girl's she she gave birth to an extent and they turn it into this giant trilobite creature, which ends up impregnating a Promethean or a uh, Promethean. Wow, you got me to do it. I called it a Promethean. It's an I know I'm my bad for the next one, right? Um, an engineer. All right, I'm going to take over this. <laughs> so the Prometheans yeah. um, are actually Jedi's, <laughs> um, and oddly enough, Spock. Yeah, there you go. Harry Potter's in here somewhere too. <laughs> uh, and Thomas the Train Engine, oh. just for fun. <laughs> An engineer, and you get actually at the very, very end of this movie your first official alien xenomorph, like the actual look, and it's called the Deacon, which it was dubbed. Um, then we fast forward five years, we have. Alien Covenant because everybody was mad. They're like, this was supposed to be an alien movie, and really Scott was like, <laughs> This is where your aliens come in. <laughs> He's like, he said, No, it wasn't, but you know what? Whatever. You want to find out more about Alien, here you go. And they do this movie, and it everybody was so mad at the end of this because it turns out the synth Walter had they they figured out in the end of uh, Prometheus, they figure out how to get to the engineer's home planet. Uh, the girl is trying to like figure out, you know, what the heck's going on. Why did they try to kill them? Because when they do meet the engineers, the engineers are like, Nope, we hate you. Turns out, spoiler alert. We were actually before our ship crashed. We're coming to your planet to destroy you. All these glue goo. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a weapon of mass destruction. It's, it's, it's a viral weapon. And, Walter's like, well, I figured out how to work this into, you know, making biological new creatures. I'm bringing it to your home world. And he's there to kill everybody. And the girl, poor girl was there. She's like, I want to know why they tried to kill us. And this is where we get Alien Covenant, which was a trap planet for uh, anybody coming in. It's got earth. It's got wheat. It's got breathable air. And it's a trap set by Walter to to experiment with. And turns out humans were there. And another synth that looks like Walter was like, hey, yeah, no, we have a total sh a ship full of humans. And he, they're all in hypersleep. Oh, word? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to kill you, look like you, and take some stuff up there. And that's basically where it ends. Now, this movie didn't do hot. Shocker. 
right <laughs> yeah not very good ratings um no i thought it was okay but again i and this was five years apart from prometheus um long enough for me to completely forget that prometheus existed uh and then i was like oh yeah right he did all this stuff and i guess it makes sense whatever um i'm just here for the movie i'm here for to, popcorn like, to be i'm just here to be at the movies um yeah it not not a lot of great reviews. I think it's like sixty percent, sixty five percent overall kind of. Wow, that's a lot better than I thought it was going to get. Yeah, it's not. It didn't do terrible, terrible, but it. You know, I saw it at midnight releasing because. But I'm an I am a an alien fan, and I wanted to go see it. Um, even then, yeah, I was kind of annoyed because they they, the first, like alien to burst out of somebody's chest. It wasn't a chest burster. It was called. They actually had a name for it. Um. What did they call it? I'm trying to think of what it was called. It was like a puppeteer or something like that. It's like a miniature version of it. The only way I've ever actually found out what it was called was actually in the Alien RPG. So they actually named that. Um, They were intending to come out with another movie. It's on... I did. Nobody knows. It was supposed to come out, and they canceled it. So there is a chance of another Alien movie coming out. There may not be another. They may, have, you know, Fox sold off to Disney, and Disney may say, "Hey, right. we're cutting it wouldn't our losses." Be surprising. Covenant came out in two thousand seventeen. Yep. If you know, if they're going to do like five year gaps, which is not insane, I would say um, six, just not... because of twenty twenty. Add an additional year. Yeah, fair enough. Right. Yeah. Um. Either way, it's not insane i mean what 15 years between resurrection and prometheus uh five years between alien three yeah eight years between aliens and alien three yeah it's 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 not out of the realm of possibilities no yeah uh and, that, and if, of course, if there's always a big enough following, they'll make it regardless. Oh, and they're absolutely I mean, you saw what happened to arrested development oh my so. god yeah and so so dark horse was the people that own the comics now Dark Horse and DC worked together and you had a lot of comics where it was, you know, aliens versus Superman, aliens versus Batman and stuff like that. Predator, you know, all that stuff. Right. Well, Dark Horse ended up actually getting bought up by Marvel not too long ago. Marvel is owned by Disney. Disney is definitely going to be doing uh, the Avengers versus aliens. And, And that's the Xenomorphs and Predator. They make a really, really good villain they are just that fun bad guy to fight against because they're just so primal uh right i don't know that i like the idea of throwing in you know into different universes or something like that just because they are so popular mm-hmm. um i mean like in what i'm not that it's much of a critique, but like Mortal Kombat does that. Like, oh, they, did they threw do in that. Freddy and Jason, whatever. How oh, they do that like, constantly because they're big names. Like, I don't, I don't know that I like cross, you know, um, IPs just for the sake of like, oh, we're both big names. Let's make a ton of money off of this. They did do an alien in Mortal Kombat, by the way. Right. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna did. say, of course they did. Right. He's in there. I don't know if Predator's in it, but I know Alien was in it, um, which is funny. You're like, yeah, I don't like when they do this. I'm like, they totally did that. Um, 
so putting that alien aside in the movies and let's just take the movies aside we have the drone the warrior the dog alien or a runner a neomorph oh my god in covenant that was oh that was the nastiest little because it didn't come in it didn't face hug it came in as like a spore that like the guys would breathe in and or the it went into his ears like scratching his ear and then it's just like hey i'm not feeling too hot and then it's all of a sudden it's exploding out of his back right oh that was so oh, yeah. savage you know no not that that was ooh, yeah that was a cool like the neomorph evolution oh, of it yeah oh that was a nasty thing um then you have the queen you have the hybrid a trilobite that's the name of the big uh thing that impregnated the uh the engineer the hammerheads, which were the snake-looking things that spit acid. Uh, Pred alien, which is the only alien I'll take from the Alien versus Predator movies. You have your queen. Oh, I said queen twice. Oops. Uh, Facehugger and chestburster. So those are the official movie aliens. There is a ton more, especially in the games and everything. And we'll kind of cover that in, in a little bit. Um, but we've been going for a little bit. Let's go ahead. Let's take a break. And we'll cover the games, QAs, and anything else that we have. Okay, welcome back to the show. So, we're at the halfway point. I usually do this in the beginning of the show but for this one we decided to move towards the end we need to do my bad so we only have one for this episode and this well, is a couple you have yes one. yes i have one and it's almost like a traducan my bad because it's a my bad that was in a my bad so, <laughs> so uh in uh, two, it was actually two episodes ago. I was correcting myself and my brother on halflings and hobbits. And I said, hobbits are based off of halflings. What I should have said is halflings are based off of hobbits. Boo. My bad. I even had to say that slowly because I wanted to make sure I said it right because I was not fixing it again. On a next episode, he corrects himself again. <laughs> it's just going to be continually that one. One day I'll get it right. <laughs> Everybody else says move on from the D&D. You will not let it go. I'm a perfectionist. What can I say? Um, so I'm a perfectionist. That's why we have the Mabad segment. Exactly. I'm I couldn't take the time to figure it out beforehand, so I'll retroactively do it. Hey, man. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> we're getting ready, actually. We're adding in a new segment to the show. We're trying it out and seeing how this works out. We're calling it Nerd Knowledge Quiz. What this is, is we'll be picking a random listener, or we'll have a special guest on the show, and... We'll quiz them about the subject of the day. Uh, so obviously this one is going to be alien. Uh, I have Asa Graf on the show with us. All right. I've got Asa here with me. Asa Graf, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine, Stephen. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. For our listeners here, Asa and I do know each other from our military careers. 
Um, so I've asked him to be on the show in lieu of another person, unfortunately, who couldn't make it. He's, she was our contestant winner. However, Asa has decided to grace us with his wonderful presence. Good, sir. Thank you very much. Just to give a little info about him, he is an aspiring musician of Americana Blues. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. All right. Awesome. You have two singles out, Us, 22 a Day, and Dark Road. Both of those are about your uh, veteran career, as well as we're talking about veteran suicide, depression, and PTSD, your takes on them, and your experiences with them. Can you uh, elaborate a little bit for us on that? Absolutely. Uh, Us 22 a Day is definitely a song that is a blanket coverage. It kind of reaches and touches on a whole bunch of different angles and sides of being a veteran with PTSD and uh, dealing with, you know, suicide, whether it's of yourself having those thoughts or losing a friend or, you know, uh, somebody you love and uh, knowing that there, there are pieces of you that you'll never get back from doing what you've done, but you do it all over again. Um, and then dark road is more my path that I've had to deal with, um, from addiction to, uh, my own thoughts of suicide and depression and dealing with that on a personal basis and always feeling like it didn't matter what I did. I ended up on the same dark road dealing with these things over and over again. Um, but both of those songs definitely have a sing a similar tone to them as far as dealing with those things. But, uh, it's definitely my way of coping and, uh, hopefully helping somebody else. I like that. I like that a lot. Those, uh, I definitely have listened to both of those songs. Uh, very much enjoy them. Definitely dark road. I, felt like I could relate a little bit more to that one. It's an awesome song. Uh, both of these songs can be found uh, on YouTube Music. Uh, they can be found on your social media site at asa.graph, G-R-A-E-F-F, -F, for our listeners, dot music on Facebook as well. Uh, where else can they find this music? Uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Play, um, Google Play. I mean, pretty much anywhere that you get your music, you can probably find my singles. Uh, Pandora is the only one that is not confirmed to have both of them, but it does have one of them. Okay. So hopefully by the time this episode airs, that'll be up there for our listeners. Hopefully. It hasn't been up in uh, eight months, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this show is not about music. But you're a musician, right. and I want to have you on there. We are about nerdy fandom, nerdy culture, and I, I, I like to believe everybody has at least at some level a little bit of nerdiness in them. Now, before Absolutely. we started, uh, we before we started recording. You uh, you said you have a tattoo, a nerdy tattoo. What do you have, good I sir? I do. I have the gray Jedi symbol on the back of my right calf uh, from Star Wars. Wow. Oh, so are you a hardcore Star Wars fan? That I mean, I, obviously, it I is a little bit pretty deep into the Star Wars fandom. Yes, <laughs> I've read some <laughs> of the books. I've uh, definitely watched pretty much everything that's come out as far as movies and uh, series. The animated series, of course, uh, Clone Wars is definitely top notch. Mandalorian is top notch. Enjoying it pleasantly. Actually, getting ready to watch the episode that came out yesterday tonight so i haven't seen it i so i thank you for saying that because i was like oh man i haven't seen this one either don't spoil yep. it for me yep. no i haven't but you seen, did see the one before yes yeah. i have seen the one previous so you got to see bo katan 
Right. So exciting to see her come back from uh, Clone Wars and get to delve into that side. Uh, actually, that's my first really big clue into the timeline that we're dealing with, um, because Bo-Katan, of course, interacted with Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin in Clone Wars. So it's really exciting to see that. And Ahsoka Tano coming is going to be huge. Very excited for that. So very, very, very interested to see what keeps coming. I'm I'm stoked. Yes, and uh, the lovely Rosario Don uh, Rosario Donson is going to be playing her. Um, right. I bet one of the, my favorite movies I actually ever see her in was uh, Clerks Two. So yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was a big she fan was of funny hers. In that one. She was uh, uh oh my gosh Daredevil. She was in she Daredevil. She was. I really I enjoyed was. her in that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. She's yeah. a phenomenal actress, and I couldn't have thought of a better person. But with the exception of maybe the girl who, and I can't think of her name right now, who did the voice for her on uh, Clone Wars. But she, she did everything awesome. for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm not going to shoot somebody down before I've seen them actually, you know, do it. She, she could be stellar. I mean, you'd Absolutely. be surprised what people can do. Um, so the theme of this episode, this the fandom we're talking about is Alien and Prometheus. We thought about okay. doing Alien, Predator, Prometheus, but it's just way too much stuff to go into. So we're just going to keep Absolutely. it down to this niche of uh, Alien and Predator. So how familiar are you with Alien, Aliens, and Prometheus? I was going to say, you just said Alien, Predator. Um, yeah, alien, yeah, Prometheus. I did. Oh, oh that's okay. I'm so call we you have out a segment I had. Yeah, we have a segment, and it'll be in the next episode where we call it My Bads, and it's all the things <laughs> I screwed up on. <laughs> Usually my brother puts a voice in afterwards of like people just horrendously booing me, and so it's it's great. Um, yeah, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Alien, Aliens, and Prometheus, that that okay. time that that frame is really what we've been focusing, we're gonna focus on for this. So what is your uh, yeah? So going back to that, what is your like knowledge of it? Uh, I have seen Alien and Aliens. I have seen Alien versus Predator, and I watched Prometheus and was completely confused and lost. Uh, <laughs> no, I played. I, I've played the new Alien game. Uh, not a whole lot of time into it, maybe a couple, two, three hours. Um, but beyond that, that's that's about what I know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that, you know what? Hey, that's that's good. That's good right there. You, you know, you should be able to answer at least two or three of these questions that I have for you today. Oh, no, I hope so, <laughs> because I've seen way too much to not at least get one right. Oh, you you, you should get a few of them right. Um, okay. So so the, the what this is this is the nerd knowledge quiz uh, is what we were doing for this this segment, and so I have a list of questions, and based on how many questions you get right. Uh, we have, uh, some prizes for you. Uh, okay. some of the prizes, uh, is we have a stuffed face hugger for you. <laughs> if you get that right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, actually one of the things I'm wearing today. So the, actually, before I continue these, uh, lovely, lovely presents, uh, our sponsors, the Raven's Nest, which I'm wearing their shirt right now and I'll back up so people can see, uh, they've actually, gone and uh they've donated a bunch of prizes to us and so they've been make helping us out to give out all these really neat prizes so give a mad props to them and you will awesome. actually be good sir if you get the questions right we'll be walking away with one of these shirts and if you are successful Sweet. i'll get your size for afterwards right. um as well as we're going to be giving uh we've got some dads with nerdy ambitions uh merch for you if you get it right so 
Awesome. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Are you excited? You nervous? <laughs> I'm excited. A little nervous, just a little bit. You know, <laughs> but when I first saw that shirt on you, you know I had to call this out. I know you're a Ravens fan. Oh, go Ravens, baby. Oh, except and go Steelers. Yeah. Undefeated. So I'm going to have to emphasize for our listeners. Listeners, this is a nerd podcast. This is not a sports podcast. We will not be talking sports here. But go Ravens. all right so all right let's get ready for the questions i actually have to take off my headphones for just a moment just to get into character for this okay so mr asa you think you can answer our questions nerd knowledge quiz what's that mr huggles he says you don't have it you don't have it in you mr asa do you think you've got it? I don't know, Mr. Huggles. I'm kind of scared right now. <laughs> All right, enough with that. So I'm going to pet this face hugger the entire time I ask you these questions. Make <laughs> me just that much more uncomfortable, Stephen. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> that little bit. Don't worry, that's not your face hugger. That's my own personal one. I had to get one because when I was getting the prizes and everything, I said, oh, I want one too. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. What is the name of the ship from Alien? Mm, is it Prometheus? No, it is Nostromo. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> gotta be honest, had no idea, so I went with a guess. <laughs> what planet do they find the alien eggs on? You didn't watch Alien before getting ready for this uh, quiz, did you? No, I didn't. Not even in the slightest. <laughs> Promethea. Is that what it is? LV-426. Good, sir. Oh, come on. How was I supposed to know that? Uh, you know what? Don't worry. Uh, name two <laughs> types of alien. Here we go. Name two types of alien? Like Xenomorph? Or what are you looking for? Well, there the were queen or the there we go. There's one queen. Okay, there's the queen, and then there's the uh, face hugger, of course. There's face hugger. I'll give you that one. Or you know uh, any more? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's some that something you would call a reservist. We used to call them reservists. Weekend. Well, warriors. Warriors. There we, warriors. Go. there we go. Okay. <laughs> I'll take a little hint. <laughs> I'm not a mean, mean host. I promise you. I, I try to help Just out. Don't sick you could have also said. <laughs> so you could have also said drone. You could have said uh, queen neomorph. You said queen neomorph. You could have said pred alien since you did see an aliens versus predator. I would have okay. taken pred alien. Okay. Um, all right. So here's a hard one, harder one. We'll see. Okay. Uh, what other extraterrestrial being do we meet in the movies besides the xenomorph? I will give you a hint. You said the name of the movies that they're in twice already. It's a rate in the Navy. Oh, my God. Seriously? It is. Well, let's say it's a... It's a uh, you have airmen, you have seamen. seamen, you have undez. No, 
Full bath. Yes, yes, you do have those. <laughs> um, firemen. Firemen are typically they Mechanics. are another word for mechanic. You're so close. Engineers. Engineer. Oh, engineers. engineers. Ah, damn. Engineer. <laughs> said engine men, right? As you said engineer. Come on now. Yeah. What are the aliens' blood made of? What's the blood made of? It's acid. It's acid. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> that's a little bit better. Like di- dihydrogen monoxide, you know. Right. <laughs> which is water, by the way. So, no, it wouldn't be water. Um, who is the main character of Alien and Aliens? Ellen Ripley. Very good. Can you give her rank? Um, oh, shoot. She's not a lieutenant. She the, is. The, oh, she is a lieutenant. There were yeah. two, two lieutenants on that ship? Oh, it was lieutenant and lieutenant corporal. Oh, that's what so it was. Lieutenant okay. Corporal Hicks is from Hicks. Alien, that's who but, I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So he, here's the last two questions. These are the hardest questions. I thought okay. you were going to do fairly be- good on the other ones, but, you know, hey, that's okay. It's Thank God you got a good voice, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank God I can sing. I <laughs> yes. don't know about my talking voice. Uh, <laughs> what is the name of the cat from the first movie? Ginger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jonesy. Jonesy is Jonesy. the name we're looking for. Yes, Jonesy. All right. And here's the final question. This is the hardest one. Oh, Who dear. created the xenomorphs? Who created them? Who created them? The predators. Nope. No? No. I'll let you try again. I thought they created them for hunting for sport. No. Um that's in the comics. That's in the lore. And that is not canon anymore, good sir. Oh, come on, man. Uh, who created the aliens? The synth. Japan. I don't Walter. <laughs> Wait, Walter? Japan. Walter created the xenomorphs. Really? Yep. Huh. I had no idea. Yep. He created the xenomorphs. Utilizing the uh, genetic material, the black goo that was discovered in the engineer's ship on LV-226, I think is the number, the planet. Uh, And that's where he started. When he made, in Prometheus, you see him messing around with it and starting it. And it entered, he put it into the guy's eye. And then when they had the fun time, and then they made the trilobite, and it made the very first alien, the deacon, which is another one you could have said. Also, trilobite would have also been an acceptable. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions, good sir. I got two. You got them. You got, you got, uh, you got one, two, three. You got three questions. Uh, You got three. But you know what? (laughs) 
we love having you on the show. We love the the thought of you trying out and trying this and giving it your best. I'm sure there was some peer pressure over there. You were a little nervous about being on your first podcast. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna give you all three prizes anyways. Hey, we're thank you send so much. Them out to you. <laughs> so once again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for coming and answering the questions. Uh, is there anything last things you want to say before we uh, we end this? Hey, I mean, uh, I've watched a few episodes of your show. I do enjoy it. Uh, you know, seeing the YouTube bits and uh, it's been uh, it's been an interesting experience. I'm not going to lie. It's been a lot of fun. So I, <laughs> hopefully maybe I'll get to come back, do a little yeah, something absolutely. else. Yeah, and, we'll definitely uh, bring you on for something else. If, if your listeners don't mind giving me a follow either on Facebook or YouTube, I'd greatly appreciate it. And you can catch yeah. all my new content. I'm working on two new songs. Uh, should be getting those out hopefully in the beginning of next year. And uh, be looking forward to that. All right. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Asa Graf with us. Uh, let's go ahead and give him a big applaud. And thank you so much. Truly insightful stuff, Ken. <laughs> it was fun. He, he he tried his best. Let me tell you what. You know, th- I can say I absolutely. Well, you asked me these questions too, and I think I got maybe one, um, and that was the acid blood. So you know, you did get whatever. the aliens. You got the aliens too. You got the aliens, and you did get Ripley. So you got the same questions he did. I and that, well, he still did a better job. Somehow <laughs> answered better than I would have. Um. So. On the subject of questions, we do have some questions from listeners. Let's go ahead and let's look at those. Uh, first question is, what is the largest alien in the universe or in the alien universe? That's the dog one, right? No. <laughs> um, so technically, if, if we're looking at the movies wise, that would be the queen alien or the yes, the queen alien. But if we're looking lore-wise, and if you go to the comics, that would be the Alien Queen. And now, I know that sounds like the same thing, but it's not. And I have to make sure I say this correctly, because that will be on my bad if I screwed that up. <laughs> uh, the Alien Queen is the largest of all the queens. And this is actually where the lore in the movies or the, the comics in the movies like hugely differentiate because in the movies, obviously synthetics created the xenomorphs. Whereas in the comics, they came from a planet far, 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 far off. And basically were sent out like shot off pods and they were used for, you know, they would use that. And it was just kind of like that ant swarm mentality. Uh, so it, it is a little bit different, and in the comics they kind of go that, and Ripley goes there and destroys the 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 alien queen, which causes the xenomorphs to create two more, and then there was like this battle between them, like red ants and black ants. Um, but yeah, that kind of answers that question to an extent. You know, that's Straight, the, straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty. As yeah, confusing, simple. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Next question is. Why did the engineers invite humans to meet them? Great question. They didn't. <laughs> we just mistakenly took it for an invitation when more of it was like... It really speaks to like the hubris of mankind, you know? We think everything um, wants to be our friend. 
Right. Yeah. You know, we're we're self. You know, so important. You know, and then turns out things just want to get rid of us. Actually, what I think it comes down to is human society has seen ET way too many times and automatically assumes every kind of extraterrestrial being out there has the same or greater intellect than us and wants to be our friends because they think we're cute and cuddly because we think everything that is dumber than us is cute and cuddly. Um, which is quite the contrary in That's why the engineer cute. And Absolutely, I can get behind that. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, what's Which up? brings us to our next segment? <laughs> Stephen does more mobags. <laughs> uh, what's up with Corporal Hicks' death? That's a great question. I like that one, Joe. What is up with Corporal Hicks' death? I got nothing. I, I really don't have anything for this question other than I agree. Like, what's up with that? That is, I honestly, what I think it comes down to, I think it came down to uh, most likely in my mind, maybe it, it either A, had to do with they didn't want to write him into the movie or maybe the actor wanted too much money or he couldn't do the movie that's another possibility there's a bunch of crap that goes through making a movie who it could have been a million different reasons oh yeah no it absolutely i like i said i if we're looking legitimately in the lore it, comic wise it didn't happen movie wise it was a cheap shot in reality yeah, it, it could be a billion just things been a personal choice yeah. that the director wanted to do this time yeah um can you explain Waylon Utani? Um, I can explain anything. It won't be right, but I can. So next question. Waylon, well, let's. Waylon Utani is. I think what they're trying to get at here is it's. What's up with them? Why are they constantly doing everything they're doing? Corporate greed. That's that's what it came down to. That's that's what the whole if there is a moral to all these movies, it's corporate greed is going to get you killed. Like there's something bad's always going to happen because of corporate greed. You you look at it and it goes in the first movie, they said human life is, you know, what was the word that word they used? Um, expendable. Expendable. Yeah, they did say expendable. Right. Yeah, they said that like uh, something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, like it's it's. Oh, we want this all okay, all, this cargo that we're hauling. Yes, we want this. This new or what? I believe he got uh, Ash got orders to make sure the egg makes it or you know this creature makes it. And then the rest of the crew, eh, whatever. Yeah. It's the stuff that's going to make them money. And then, it's yeah. Yeah, and then the second movie, they land on the planet, they terraform it and they're like, "Yeah, we know this is going to happen, but we might be able to profit from this creature. We can use it as a weapon. Um, third movie, the, well, the, they they pump up the synth, uh, the good, the one good synth, uh, the one that looks like Wayland. And he's like, hey, yeah, corporate's always recording everything. And they it's, know you're here. If I, another old movie that you can kind of compare it to is like Total Recall. Yes, they have on Mars, they have the ability to give everybody air but they're not going to make money off of that like it's 
it's just corporate greed. Yeah. And which is kind of interesting because now that the Prometheus movies and Alien Covenant, Waylon Yutani technically created this thing, so they're trying to get back their asset that they made. So because if you go off the whole idea that the sense sent all the information back to Waylon Yutani Corporation, that in theory, and because technically Alien takes place are like 16, 15, 16 years after Alien Covenant. That's that's how it's supposed to work in the movie progression. So interesting enough. Uh, here's another one. <laughs> I like this one. Are all synths bad? Yes. Don't <laughs> trust the robots. You've seen self-driving cars. <laughs> In real life, you know they're evil. Robots are evil. Don't trust robots. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, there was the one. I mean, the one did help out Ripley and Aliens, too. And he got ripped right. in half. I, so I'm sure if... I guess it's who's programming them. And then... Or, you know, who's... who's Call was good. She, you know, I mean, she, you know, she was a good synth. Ish? Well, I, think yeah, she was, really, yeah. I think the bigger question is like morality like what does it truly mean to be good you know yeah yeah no and, and, and they do reflect uh humans like intentions and moral bounds if you will you know yeah i, I can't say they're bad or good because ash was doing what he was told uh call was there to stop uh the icc uh, Wayland's synth was, I don't know. He was just doing what he was doing. He really wasn't good or bad. He was just protecting, like trying to save Ripley. And then, uh, Walter, Walter was just evolving to way he was created. And the other version of him, which was David was upgraded version. I, you know, it's, ah! I can't go and one then, way or the like, other. You know, is I believe the robot's name is Sunny. Um, maybe is it Sunny? I don't remember who put what the name of the robot is. Was he bad? Was Will Smith too hard on him? <laughs> oh my god, you get bringing um, it in. I robot. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> I mean, same concept, right? He had two brains. Yeah, he had two brains and all that, whatever. Uh you, okay, I just I guess like the biggest indicator is if the robot is blue, probably a good guy. <laughs> if they're red, red, red is always bad. If it's red, get out of there. You know what? We need bad to make robot, a movie. You know. We need to make a movie <laughs> where the the robot the robot with the red glowing eyes is actually the good guy. He was he's like, you know, no, I just had a cure for cancer. That was it. That's all I was trying to do: inject this cure for every cancer possible. <laughs> oh, um, what was that other movie where um, who was it? Haley Joe Osmond was the little robot kid or something like that. Are you talking? You know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about uh, AI? Is it AI? Or, wait, is AI the? Hold on. I gotta look this up. Uh, yeah, yeah, AI. Wasn't he a ba- like a robot kid or he something? He was. That? He was a robot kid that yeah. was supposed to. How can he? Oh my young god! Young Haley Joe Osment. Of course, they're not all evil. <laughs> I mean, Robin he did Williams. Drown. No, he drowned. It, he tried to drown the kid. He grabbed him and was holding them under the water and that's what right got but the kids the, well yeah okay <laughs> and then uh 
Yeah, I don't know. Robin Williams was a robot. Robin and, Williams, yeah. Robin Williams, but it's Robin Williams. He's thing. a. The, I've only seen him in one movie where he was a bad guy, and that was he wasn't even really a truly bad guy. He oh, was just a creepy um, guy. Is more, Aladdin? Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly. Oh, what? It is. what? Um, um, what is it? It's at that. Not the photographer. He was. A, he worked at a. F- the photographer. Yeah. He, well, he wasn't a photographer. Yeah, he, he was like, like at that. CBS, and he was like your guy who developed right. your pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was just creepy more than anything. <laughs> but in, uh, yeah, but but not in not in what what movie was he in that he was a robot? What is that I, called? Bicentennial um, Man. Bicentennial Man. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He's a he's a great robot. Yeah. So no, the answer to your question is no. You know, but he was a creepy robot in that because he ended up marrying. <laughs> okay, the... so the answer is maybe. <laughs> you know, just read your ro- read the room. His... See how your robot is. <laughs> just just don't trust your Roomba. That's all I'm saying. Just respect your Roomba. Yeah, I mean, but don't trust it. Let them do their job. Um, <laughs> oh, but I will say, um, oh, what what was that movie? Um, Smart House. That's just a giant robot house. Um, that they went really bad in that. You ever see Smart House? I never saw Smart House. No. Um, what's her name? Uh, oh wait, yeah, the um, Disney movie. Yes, where Katie, the girl Katie's, from a lady from Katie Sa- yeah, yeah, married with children. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. She she's a house. She's a giant house, and she was bad. <laughs> Yeah, the question. See, we've gone on quite a know. tangent here. By right. the way, <laughs> the, the the answer is maybe. Maybe just you know, get to know your robot. Yeah, just get to know your synth. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Like I said, you know, respect your Roomba, but keep a knife behind your back just in case. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe keep the batteries on low, um, just in case. You know, you never know. Um. So, all right. Kind of going over what else there is towards the the alien stuff. There there are RPGs out there which are it's it's really neat. They're like it's just like the movies. It even says in it, there's no happy endings. Like your you, happy ending is your character survives and has to go through therapy. That is how the RPG works. Uh, board games wise, there's uh, Alien versus Predator, which was made by Protos. Doesn't really exist anymore. They kind of flopped under. There's another one out there called Alien Bug Hunt. I haven't experienced it yet, but I feel like they just took everything from AVP and turned it into that. There's a ton of games. Yeah, there's a ton of games out there. Like uh, back on Xbox, there was Alien vs. Predator Extinction. Most of the games, they do them as AVP. There's very few of them that are aliens. Uh, there are a few when the movies came out. And then there was Colonel Marines, or- Colonial Marines. Sorry, did you already mention it? Um, what's that one that just recently came out not too long ago? Uh, that became a. It was like um, you're the alien. You're hiding from the alien more than anything. Oh my gosh! Isolation. I totally forgot Isolation, about the one. Yeah, that one's terrifying. Isolation. That was that was uh, that was a cool one. That was a phenomenal game, and that's when the one where you use your Xbox Connect. And like, if any right. sound hurt, I remember, I kid you not. So I played it one time and I was playing the game and I was hiding from the alien and Ethan comes by and he belches and the <laughs> alien turns around and looks right at him. I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm dead. Yeah. It picks me up <laughs> in the head. So I, I say it just came out, but it came out in 2014. So Yes, but it's still alien isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah no, it it came out crazy game. Oh, cool phenomenal game. game. Um, so 
let's say uh, let's look at this from the parenting side let's let's lightly touch on this from a parenting side uh your kid shows interest and this is how i want to do this part now um because i don't feel like i've been approaching it properly or approaching it enough in each episode so we look at it let's look at it this way say okay if your kid is interested in this or if you think this is something your kid might be interested in how do you do it so alien it's this is a rough one uh this is going to be on your your own discretion as a parent at what age you think's appropriate i've been experimenting only on halloween with my son who's nine years old uh starting him out with saying spooky stuff and be like okay here is a thriller for halloween this is really the only time i feel comfortable letting you delve into it it's not boding the best for me, but that just could be because he's, you know, a little bit of a scaredy cat. He's got an active imagination. He's got my imagination. So I can't, you know, harp on him too hardcore. Um, From somebody who doesn't have kids, I would imagine it would be easier to start with like the like teenage years, like 12, 13. Well, I, I mean, like movie wise. Maybe start with Prometheus or, you know, dude, even Prometheus was pretty li- rough, but don't, I, I yeah I don't know it's nothing like the first two like no. those those I would imagine if you were a young kid like that would be a rough watch I think um, because comics comics would be where I would start mm, okay let's say so let's I say see. your kid gotcha. has an interest they see a toy I was gonna say Toys R Us but they don't exist anymore uh, <laughs> oh oh no uh, but let's say they, they they find a toy they they find something they see something they're like hey I'm interested in alien uh, kind of sit down talk to them let them know what they're getting themselves into like this is a horror thriller sci-fi horror thriller no no doubt arguing about it um age appropriation it's going to be at your discretion teenage years early teen so 10 9 10 is probably the youngest i would recommend personally from a my parenting point of view um 12 13 is probably the the that that prime time like if they're they're interested kids are different these days maybe the games would be the best place you know the, the desensitization of like uh, Call of Duty games is like right, it, it, yeah, it's I, pretty yeah. hardcore. I mean, I'm a horrible person to like weigh in on this, like especially since a six year old is the same t- thing to me as a fourteen year old. <laughs> like I, I don't know what age you should be able to watch stuff. In, in your defense, though, from six to fourteen, you were the same height, so you know you really don't have much to go off of there. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. And what you don't know about Steven is he's 6'2". So, oh, yeah. Oh. We come from a tall family. Oh, totally. Totally. 5'9". Totally. <laughs> uh, At least I have hair. Uh, hey, I don't like having hair. I love that I, like, shave my head. I, he says I don't like having hair. It's because he can't grow hair. You know what? I'll grow my hair out. I have a full head of hair. I just hate having hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> says the guy with no hair. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can grow hair whenever I want. It's not a problem. Uh, whatever um so but but uh, all right looking at the flip side let's say you want to get your kids interested into this uh you know i still say that 12 13 is like hey you know this is a thing that's really neat maybe the comics is the best place or the board games you know the board games actually across the board is definitely what i would start not the rpg but if you can find alien versus predator by protos or alien bug hunt i know there is a um that has, what was it a tactical card game 
did one. There's different things you can do. Tame it down a little bit if you want to, but you know what you're getting yourself into. If you know what Alien is, you know what you're getting yourself into. This is this is one of more of the hard ca- uh, hardcore uh, fandoms. This is not Star Wars. This isn't Star Trek. This is this is more definitely grim, dark horror style. Mm-hmm. Um, Great movies, but yeah, oh, phenomenal. Little, especially the first two. The first two are very like again ambiance driven where really like gets in your head yeah um but on that note i think that's that's really how i would cover it i really got nothing else to add to this one i think we covered everything pretty well this is a good place to stop yeah we've gone for a decent amount of time yeah no definitely um so yeah this is a great place to stop uh as always, please like, rate, review us uh, on whatever you listen to your podcasts. We are up on Facebook. We do have a page on Facebook now, which is Dads with Nerdy Ambitions. We are on Instagram, DNA Pod. On Twitter, we are at Nerd DNA Pod. Uh, we are working on getting our YouTube up, so hopefully this is that'll be up by the next episode. Um, and I think our next episode we are going to do is uh, Games Workshop's Blood Bowl. Uh, they just recently came out, which is a fantasy football game. It's going to be a fun one to review. Um, Gives me a reason to. I mean, I guess I have to buy the game now. Oh, yes, be- yes. Oh, life's going to be so tough for you. Uh, Joe, do you want to do your uh, your little shameless segue in? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I started off feeling a little bad about it but you know whatever <laughs> um at this point follow me on instagram at underscore joe pew underscore those underscores are very important <laughs> is there a different joe pew out there i'm, I'm sure there's thousands that's a great name <laughs> that's a wonderful name i wish i was joe pew <laughs> right <laughs> instead you're steve <laughs> all right let's go ahead let's end it there I, as as always i'm steve pew And I'm Joe, and you are my lucky star. (laughs) Have a good night.